From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Yes, it certainly is the news and I'm certainly Graham VK4BB. It is the very early edition. For those that subscribe, you'll find it came out maybe a day and a half early. Sometimes you just have to buckle down. Now some exciting news for our southern area of Tasmania viewers and listeners. They're in for a treat at Reist's May presentation night. The night, it's all about lightning, whistlers and other phenomena. Delivered by VK7MJ, Dr Mike Groff. And it certainly is in time for this, the very special Anzac Day edition. Whilst amateur signalers in the trenches in France during the First World War were using early valve amplifiers to detect the Earth's currents generated by field telephones in the enemy trenches, they discovered that the Earth also generated a range of strange audio frequency signals, including clicks, tweaks and whistling. These remained a scientific curiosity for almost 40 years, until the International Geophysical Year in 1957-1958, when they became a tool for exploring the electrical and magnetic properties of the Earth's magnetosphere. This before the development of specialised geophysical monitoring satellites in the 1970s. This certainly will be another fascinating presentation from Mike and it happens May 5 in the Queen's Domain Clubrooms and will be streamed via the Reist YouTube channel so you don't miss a thing. VK1WIA Good morning from WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Today is a very special day, Anzac Day, 25th of April. It's one of Australia's most important national occasions. It marks the anniversary of the first major military action fought by Australian and New Zealand forces during the First World War and commemorates all the conflicts that followed. Today is one of the few days during the year that the ACMA allow us to replace the VK prefix with the AX prefix in commemoration of Anzac Day. Make sure you get on air and contact some AX prefix users or even better operate on the HF bands and work some DX as many overseas stations and award hunters will be looking to contact the special AX prefix. Many members have been inquiring about the WIA AGM. The board met last Tuesday and it was at the top of the discussions. The AGM date and venue are being finalised and once confirmed we will inform our members via the website, social media and memnet. The COVID issues are still at the forefront of venue decisions as border closures can happen quickly, putting our AGM plans in jeopardy. We plan to have a physical venue and members can also join in as we did last year via an online Zoom session. Location, date and time to be announced in the upcoming weeks. The AGM is when the four directors fill the vacancies and will be joining the board for the next two years of their terms. Voting for your preferred candidate is still open, but please consider posting off to the WIAHQ quickly to enable your vote to count. Keep in mind that the ballot submissions close April 30th. I look forward to working with the new board members, creating a successful team delivering new member benefits and to propel the WIA into 2022. 
At the AGA, many awards and commendations are announced. Do you know of someone who is a deserving recipient? If so, then email the WA office with your suggestion and a short note detailing the person's contribution to the amateur radio community. Have you downloaded and used your member benefits card yet? If not, then log into MemNet and download your card included on your last receipt. Reports from static members are suggesting savings on some purchases are well in excess of the cost of WIA membership. Now that is a great deal. VK20HOME, VK20 Home is the WIA special event call sign for members to use while COVID is amongst us. It is current until December 31st, 2021. We have been very lucky in Australia, but in many places around the globe, strict lockdowns are still occurring. Check the WA website and special event pages to book your time slot for use. Seven Threes from Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Thanks, Lee, and still with the WIA. While the WIA has been focused on the main class licence submission, it seems the team has also been monitoring the ACMA consultation pages for other issues that may affect the amateur service due to amendments. Among specific instruments being amended was the Overseas Amateurs Visiting Australia Class Licence 2015. This class licence is used today to authorise visiting qualified radio amateurs to operate amateur radio stations within Australia for a period of up to 90 days. It's equivalent to the existing radio communication licence conditions, the Amateur Licence Determination 2015, that we domestic amateur licensees are bound by. In short, new proposals see a disparity between we locals and our brethren visiting, when they're able, from overseas ports. The WIA will be watching this issue closely. We suggest you read the full details on WIA front page news. WIA.org.au Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Hunter Valley, it's relayed on 146.775 MHz and 3.565 MHz at 9.30am and 7.30pm Sundays. On behalf of Westlake's Amateur Radio Club Incorporated, I'm Greg, VK2CW. Now to the education scene, and in Australia, the next Foundation licence, and in fact all licence assessments day, is Saturday, May 29 at REAST. If you're thinking of going along, then grab your copy of the Foundation licence manual from the Caltech service station. That's the one on the corner of Amy Street and Main Road, Moona, for $35 cash, and please let Reg Emmett, VK7KK REAST learning organiser, know ASAP that you'll be attending. And also check out the REAST Foundation licensed training videos that can be found on the REAST YouTube training and assessment playlist. This is the WIA, www.wia.org.au, www, W for wash your hands, W for wear your mask, and W for watch your distance. Now, international news with Jason. Victor Kilo 2, Lima Alpha Whiskey. G'day. Commencing international news, we take a look at Region 1. An additional 10 local BBC radio stations are turning off their medium wave transmitters for good this year. 
In addition, BBC Radio Wales and BBC Radio Gloucestershire will reduce AM coverage. The BBC's intention to close medium wave transmitters was first announced 10 years ago in 2011. Then in 2018, the corporation commenced with these and continued them in 2020 across Scotland, Wales and England. A large and increasing share of radio listening in the UK, including to the BBC, is digital, and the BBC is committed to a digital future for radio. In recent years, BBC have made a significant investment in local DAB expansion. All local radio stations are available on digital terrestrial TV, such as Freeview, and they have transformed online and mobile offerings with BBC Sounds. Harmful coronavirus content on Love World breaks broadcasting rules for the third time. An Ofcom investigation in the UK has found that coronavirus coverage on the religious satellite television channel Love World breached broadcasting rules for a third time. During two episodes of a current affairs program, Full Disclosure, Presenters made a number of materially misleading and potentially harmful statements about the coronavirus pandemic and vaccines, which were made without scientific or other credible basis, and which went without sufficient context or challenge. It is legitimate for broadcasters to discuss and scrutinise the public health response to the coronavirus pandemic, including the potential side effects of vaccinations, and it's in the public interest to do so. But Love World's presentation of misleading claims without sufficient challenge or context risked potential serious harm to viewers, particularly at a time when people were likely to be seeking reliable information relating to the UK's vaccination program. As I said, this is the third time that harmful coronavirus-related content on Love World has broken Ofcom's rules. To Region 2 now, on the 20th of April, the FCC's Enforcement Bureau issued a new enforcement advisory repeating the admonishments contained in a January advisory that no licensee or user of the amateur or personal radio services may use any radio equipment in connection with unlawful activities of any nature. The Commission specifically cautioned that individuals found to have used radios in connection with any illegal activity are subject to severe penalties, including significant fines, seizure of the offending equipment, and in some cases, criminal prosecution. In addition, licensees should be aware that illegal operation in any service or band, including completely outside the amateur allocations, could potentially disqualify a person from holding any FCC licence in any service, not just the amateur service. The Caribbean Emergency and WeatherNet, CEWN, has been providing round-the-clock coverage during the La Soufrière volcanic eruption on the island of St Vincent and the Grenadines. Several neighbouring islands are also still being affected by the disaster. When responding to disasters and emergencies such as this, the CEWN utilises 3.185 MHz lower sideband and 7.188 MHz lower sideband. CEWN is requesting that all radio hams not involved in the volcano response to keep these frequencies clear. 
And wrapping up international news this week in Region 3, IARU Region 3 Disaster Management Coordinator role. The role of the IARU Region 3 Disaster Management Coordinator has become vacant. The overall role is, but not limited to, to circulate and publicise information within Region 3 on emergency events in which the amateur radio service has been involved. If you're interested, contact your society pronto. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Yes, it's Ham Radio Operational News, where it's contact sport in the big sports day is May 29.30, with the CQ Worldwide CWWX contest May 29.30. April 25, yes, that's today. It's AMCW for Anzac Day. From 9am on 7125 kHz AM. Then the Harry Angel Sprint will be May the 1st. 10 hours to 1146 UTC. DX Window. Samuel Moore Special Event. Members of the Hungary Radio Amateur Society, MRASZ, will activate the following call signs in celebration of the 230th anniversary of the birth of Samuel F.B. Morse, between now and April 27, Tuesday. HA230MSE, H3230MSE, and lots of 230 single suffix calls are on the air. Activity will be on the various HF bands using CW and SSB. Joe, 9H5JO is on the air this and next weekend from Malta. Between 1200 and 1300 hours UTC each Saturday and Sunday, he will listen on, or very near to, 14.268 MHz. This could be a really good opportunity to get Malta in your logbook. Mark W5MED is stationed at McMurdo Station on Ross Island in Antarctica. AN011 until October. Look for him on 14243 kHz SSB and 14070 kHz FT8. QSL direct to K7MT and Logbook of the World. JW1I is the club course on for the meteorological station on Bear Island, EU027, Swaland. The operator is Erling, JW stroke LB2PG, who is expected to stay there until the 15th of May. QSL via the Bureau. Bolivia operation. Antonio EA5RM is once again to be active as CP1XRM from Bolivia until April 27th. Working as Solidaridad Medica and Radio Images Without Frontiers, NGO, volunteer. Activity will be limited to his spare time on 160-10 metres using SSB and the digital modes. 
Members of the Association of Radio Amateur of the Mexican Republic will activate three special call signs to celebrate their club's 61st anniversary. Look for 61A, 62A and 63A to be active until May 16. Activity will be on 160 to 6 metres on all modes and satellites. Radio Club to honour crew of Lost Submarine. Colin Butler, writing in the ICQ podcast, tells how a submarine, USS Squalus, sank in the Gulf of Maine on the 23rd of May 1939. 26 of its crew were lost, but miraculously, 33 others were saved. The Maine Hem Radio Society will be honouring the Squalus and its crew with a special Remember the Squalus event on the Amateur Radio Airwaves on the 82nd anniversary of this tragic accident. That is Sunday, May 23rd. Using the special FCC issue call sign W1S, club members will take the airwaves and make contacts nationally and around the globe, making other hams aware of the squalus. Special certificates will be awarded to hams who successfully make contact with W1S that day. Upon request. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Enningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Northern Victoria, it can be heard on VK3RMP 147.275 at 10 a.m. on Sundays. I'm Matthew McKernan, VK3MJM, on behalf of Scouts Victoria, VK3SCM. Wireless weather, and what better organisation to tell us about the sun than the BaltimoreSun.com. Now, the BaltimoreSun.com say astronomers have charted the sun's cycle of sunspot maximum and minimum for hundreds of years. The roughly 11-year cycle includes a maximum as the number of dark visible sunspots crescendos followed by a diminishing number of spots leading to the cycle minimum. In the most recently completed cycle, the number of sunspots noticeably diminished. The cycle sunspot maximum was the lowest since the opening decade of the 20th century. Another of the cycle statistics, the average daily sunspot count was the lowest since this statistic started being tracked in the mid-1800s. However, a team from the National Centre for Atmospheric Research is predicting that we can expect the current cycle to deliver the strongest sunspot turnout on record. The prediction is based on yet another cycle on top of the usual 11-year cycle. Indeed, a couple of large, highly complex sunspot groups formed near the end of the year 2020. So, keep your eye on the sky. Intruder Watch, the Enforcement Zone. Remember, the Region 3 IARUMS coordinator is our own Peter Young, VK3MV. HF over-the-horizon radar transmissions too numerous to count these days. The IARU Region 1 Monitoring System newsletter reports the -the over-the-horizon radars made up about 60% of all interference observations, so much so that one cannot even count them anymore. 
Presumably, there are only a few stations transmitting on often changing frequency. In contrast to the past, there are more and more burst systems which usually transmit for only a few seconds, then the frequency is changed. Only the OTHR container and Pluto at the UK base Cyprus each transmit on a frequency for longer periods of time. The International Amateur Radio Union Monitoring System, the IARUMS, can be read at the link we like on wia.org.au. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, and first up, it's ATV. Every pixel tells a story. One to grab for your own ATV channel comes from the ITU, which celebrated World Amateur Radio Day last Sunday. ITU News caught up with Otava Tuomi, to learn what ham radio means to him as a young amateur radio operator and its role and revival amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Watch At Home But Never Alone via the link you'll like in the text edition of this news broadcast. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier Last Monday, NASA's Ingenuity Mars helicopter became the first aircraft to make a powered, controlled flight on another planet. The Ingenuity team at the agency's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Southern California confirmed the flight succeeded after receiving data from the helicopter via NASA's Perseverance Mars rover. NASA Associate Administrator for Science, Thomas Zabukin, announced the name for the Martian airfield on which the flight took place. Dr. Zabukin said, Now, 117 years after the Wright brothers succeeded in making the first flight on our planet, NASA's Ingenuity helicopter has succeeded in performing this amazing feat on another world. While these two iconic moments in aviation history may be separated by time and 170 million miles of space, they now will forever be linked. As a homage to the two innovative bicycle makers from Dayton, this first of many airfields on other worlds will now be known as Wright Brothers Field, in recognition of the ingenuity and innovation that continue to propel exploration. We say it's an aircraft. Well, it is. However, relative to Earth, the air on Mars is extremely thin. Standard sea level air pressure on Earth is 1,013 millibars. On Mars, the surface pressure varies throughout the year, but it averages 6 to 7 millibars. That's less than 1% of sea level pressure here on Mother Earth. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, OC138. Steve, VK6SJ, will be active as VK6SJ-4 from Yama Island, or Yam, Thursday, and Peruma, or Coconut Islands, in the Torres Strait Group between April 26th and May 4th. He states he'll be operating evenings only, and most likely only be using FT8. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio. 
A linked repeater system in Tennessee provided a communications lifeline for a woman hiking in a national park. Amateur Radio's Kevin Trotman, N5PRE, brings us that story. A woman in distress while hiking with a group inside the Great Smoky Mountain National Park was brought to safety late on Sunday night with the help of communications over the W4KEV repeater system in Tennessee. With no cellular service, hiker Timothy Luttrell, KA9EBJ, used his HT to hit the repeater in Gatlinburg, which was linked to one in Knoxville, which was being monitored by David Manuel, W5DJR. Timothy told David that a woman in the hiking party had suffered exhaustion and possibly dehydration and needed assistance. David notified emergency medical services as well as a medic who was part of the park search team to help assess her condition via a series of questions. Meanwhile, phone calls were placed to the hiker's family. With questions relayed over the repeater, the medic determined the woman was stable enough to accompany the other hikers as they continued slowly down the trail, maintaining radio contact when possible. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Kevin Trotman, N5PRE. Arrangements were made for the hikers to meet with search and rescue officers in a parking area and ultimately for the woman's safe pickup by her family. A similar yet unrelated item came across the wires this week. It seems the keen and practised eye of ARRL member Ben Kuo, AI6YR, helped to guide rescuers to a hiker stranded on a mountainside. The hiker had spent the night in a remote region of the Angeles National Forest after getting in a tough spot. After a concerned friend reported him missing, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department dispatched search and rescue teams. Although amateur radio played no direct role in the rescue, AI6YR cited his enthusiasm for technology and ham radio satellites and for Summits on the Air, SOTA, for helping him to develop the skills he needed to guide searches to the most appropriate area. He was able to determine the hiker's likely location using the tiny photo the hiker posted on Twitter that shows his legs and the valley below. AI6YR set to work pulling publicly available satellite images and matching them to the vegetation and terrain below the hiker's legs. His eye was good. He sent authorities the GPS coordinates of the most likely area and the rescue team found the man in distress less than a mile from that location. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, VHF and above. The Plumber's Delight. UK amateurs continue to create new DX records on the 122 gigahertz band. Using barely 1 milliwatt, a new all-time UK record was set between Roger, G8CUB, and Chris, G0FDZ, from Danbury Hill in Essex to the Isle of Sheppey, a distance of nearly 36 kilometres. This is all the more remarkable given the very low powers and high atmospheric loss due to an oxygen resonance that affects this particular microwave band. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Yota, Youngsters on the Air, pushing a good thing too far. Exactly when will organisers realise COVID isn't going anywhere soon. So many try to push the bat bubble and advertise their event will go ahead, only to fall in an embarrassing heap when their area's COVID-19 doesn't clear in time. Point in case here, Yota Summer Camp Croatia, which has sensibly been postponed to 2022. 
By the way, Westchester, Ohio, April 15, the long-awaited Youth on the Air camp in the Americas is scheduled to proceed during the planned dates July 11 through July 16, 2021. The camp will take place at the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting in Ohio. The camp was previously postponed in 2020. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news for this week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and today, April 25, being Anzac Day 2021. Lest we forget. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the Burdekin, Charters Towers, Townsville and Hingerbrook regions. It can be heard on the VK4RAT Townsville VHF repeater 146.7 MHz at 9am local time every Sunday morning. On behalf of the Townsville Amateur Radio Club retransmit team, I'm Gavin, VK4ZZ. Wrapping up the news for yet another week on this, the Anzac Day edition. On the 2021 social scene, in VK3, Moorabbin Hamfest, May 8. VK2, it's Mayhem at the Wyong Racecourse, May 30. VK5, it's Surg Convention, Mount Gambier, June 12 and 13. And VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest by Spark, 9.30am, November 14. Now, till next we meet. Walk softly. I'm Graham, VK4BB. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.